she walks podcast i have just woken up and something came through me to share with you around this concept about feeling good so i was watching something and this person was talking about how you don't have to feel good to manifest and i think that there's something to that right because you don't you're a creator no matter what so even when you're not when you're not feeling good you're still creating something in your reality you're in collaboration with the universe and creating something that matches your energetic state but we can't forget that your energy is wrapped up in mind body heart right so it's not so much about when I say it's about the way you feel energy is about the way you feel in each of these places so there's a difference between you know feeling cloud nine orgasmic happy all the time and simply satisfied or accepting or at rest or in peace or calm right there are different things that you can create in these different moods we'll call them in these from these different places and that's beautiful because you don't want to just create all one note things you don't want to just create one set of experiences because that's not going to be enough to fulfill you right and it's not going to give you variety it's going to get boring after a while it's going to get exhausting like we can orgasm for a really long time right we can orgasm consecutive consecutively in hours we can try consecutively in days but there are moments in between that need breaks and after a while it's like getting a massage for too long you get tired, you get achy, the reverse effect happens, right? So we don't want to burn out in that way. But feeling good has a lot of variety. Feeling good has a lot of different avenues. And something that I really wanted to talk about as well, is what happens when you actually receive fully the thing that you have decided on, the thing that you have created, the thing that you knew all along was coming, what happens when you actually receive it when you start to notice it? So for some, this can truly feel like anticlimactic. This can feel like, "Mm, yeah, that happened. And we move on. But this is where I think we get lost in the sauce. This is where I think it can get hard to create sustainable, to create sustainably in a way that brings us something, that brings us something that we want to feel we have to so the only way that we can really truly feel good and this is really the answer it has nothing to do with necessarily the mood that you're in so much as the way to instantly shift your vibe the way to instantly shift into feeling good is by accepting where you are accepting what is accepting it for me that's another word for receiving right? Accepting it, literally bringing it in, trusting it, accepting it, letting it stay, letting it it permeate, letting it in, accepting it. 
So this means that you don't have to, in order to reach for something that, to reach for a feel-good feeling, in order to feel better, it doesn't mean that you have to reach for a different circumstance. It doesn't mean that you have to reach for another person. It doesn't mean that you have to reach for another reality. It doesn't mean you have to reach for another timeline in order to feel good. If that's the case, then you're constantly always going to be reaching. And through always reaching, you're always going to feel burnt out, exhausted, tired, unsure of yourself, doubtful, dependent, codependent. And that's not what we want. We want you to be able to be in your power at all times. We want you to be sure and steady in yourself as much as possible. Now, this doesn't mean that we that we don't seek support, that we don't seek help, right? Especially when we're talking in like a mental capacity or even in a physical capacity, right? You know, getting the help that you need in order to feel steadier, right? Like that doesn't mean that we completely toss that aside. Your girl has had multiple bouts of going to therapy for different things and different reasons at different points in her life. And so, and and surrounded by people who are not able-bodied or able mentally to get over something to get through something to climb over something and do need support be it medical support medication be it um i mean physical therapy i mean there's so many different things that we do to kind of get ourselves on stable ground again and to level out and to um recalibrate so to speak however I think that we don't want to we don't want to take the the opportunity off the table to feel good. We don't want to completely ignore or dismiss it as something that's impossible to experience because of our situation, circumstances, conditioning, um, our disabilities, our fears, whatever else. I think when we get locked into a groove of this plus this equals this, that's automatically troubling. Because it leaves no room for interpretation, no room for flow, no room for growth. It leaves very little room for you to receive. I think you start to block the channel by which you receive. Because you're setting, once again, like I talked about in the last episode, certain parameters and boundaries that don't need to exist, that actually are not helpful for you and do not protect you or safeguard the way that you think they do. More, they keep you in a bubble, right? Where everything that you want bounces off. So... I want to stress that to feel good, it can be as simple as accepting what is. And sometimes when we've received the thing that we want, when we've received the thing that we've co-created with the universe, it can feel like there's nothing sparking me now. Now I need to move on to the next thing because the anticipation was so good. Sort of like the foreplay was so good. The buildup was so good. It doesn't really matter if we have orgasmed or not. It doesn't really matter if there was like a peak of pleasure at the end of it. I just want to get to that place again where I'm feeling good or I'm feeling something or I'm feeling the buildup. I'm feeling anticipation, feeling excitement. And then I get the I get I, I get to do it all again. Right. It really doesn't matter where I get my kicks so long as I do get my kicks. And I think the simple remedy for this is truly accepting what is. So receiving the thing that you've created fully, not receiving it just intellectually, receiving it just materially, receiving it fully on every level, in every dimension possible, letting it permeate throughout, and more importantly, observing and appreciating, and this is key, appreciating what has come. 
You know, it's not just a milestone that you've unlocked or achieved. It's not just, you know, an experience that has manifested for you. It's not just, you know, a simple word or turn of phrase. It doesn't have to be. I celebrate so much in my life. I celebrate as much as I possibly can. And when I'm not conscious of the fact that I've not that I've been celebrating or not, then I know I need to be celebrating more. I need to give myself more of a pat on the back. I need to acknowledge and observe and accept and appreciate all that I do have, all that has come, all that I know after having decided what is coming right? What I know is coming also deserves celebration. The fact that I was able to get behind it, even just for one day, one moment, deserves celebration. Where is our gratitude? Where is our appreciation? Where is our elevation? Where is our praise for all of the things that are going right? And something happens. It's sort of like when we give someone a gift and when we give somebody a compliment and we watch them light up, we receive something in that moment. We don't just give, we receive as well. We feel the delight. We feel the excitement. We feel the gratification when we see somebody else, you know, just explode over something that we've done or said in the most beautiful way. So we're receiving even when we give in those moments. So it's a similar sort of thing where it's like if we give compliments to the universe as a collaborator, when we give compliments to the things that have arrived or the people who've arrived who are making us feel wonderful, loved, cherished, adored, focused on and centered on, when we feel into what it's like to give appreciation for something we are automatically receiving more we're receiving more deeply we're letting it come down into the heart we're letting we're letting it spread throughout our bodies we're taking the medicine as we're giving relief right so I think it's always possible to feel good no matter where you are. Those moments of solace, those moments where you close your eyes just a little bit longer and moan a little bit at the bite, the next bite of food that you have. That moment when you see flowers for the first time and after a long winter season. That moment when you start to wrap the presents that you've picked up for the holidays for anybody who celebrates and you've got gifts waiting for people who you love. The moment when you're wrapping things up, when you're writing things in a card, when it's not mechanical, when it's not, you know, you, oh my God, this is taking forever. When you're setting up decorations like I did throughout the house with your siblings after watching the most beautiful movie. We watched Klaus. I don't know if you've watched it on Netflix. It is amazing. Truly, truly beautiful. Truly gets to the heart and soul of not just the season, but so much as like what it means to really be human and connected on a collective level. I highly recommend it. So I'm watching this and I'm watching this with my siblings and we're decorating our home, our family home, and really truly showing appreciation as much as we can, as long as we can hold it for one another. That is not an accident. That is not an empty channel. That is an opportunity to receive magic, an opportunity to receive beauty, an opportunity to receive something deeply and and feel it in our hearts let it spread throughout our bodies and let it telegraph to our minds that we're on the right path that we're doing the right thing that we're being and feeling fulfilled in our lives so it's a hundred percent one hundred percent always possible to feel good but it's like what are you doing to feel good what do you expect to do to have rather than you have so you do Right? When you feel that appreciation, when you feel that gratitude on a deep level, when you feel happy or satisfied by what is, you automatically want to do more from that energy. Or not even more or less so much as you just want to do. Right? It, it 
promotes activity because you're taking aligned action your al- your action is coming from the alignment with what your what what energy you're experiencing what energy you have embodied and uh, are vibrating and therefore tra- transmitting a, a frequency around so it is possible to feel good no matter what you might have started at, started out with in terms of your mood or the way that you feel or think you feel it's totally possible to feel good and by feeling good i mean appreciative accepting grateful grounded peaceful at ease the simplicity sometimes of a moment can do that for you just the simple observation of something that has gone right and really allowing that to sink in really truly letting that sink in not just on a surface level really seeing all of the different possibilities that might come just from this one thing going right. And similarly, when something goes wrong, having a similar sort of reaction, like, ah, I found the wrong way. Imagine all of the possibilities of where it could go right. It's always going to be a win-win situation if you choose it. And so it's always a win-win when we give appreciation for what ha- what has happened and what we are accepting, what we have received, we are always going to receive even more. We're always going to remember it and hold on to it because this is what happens. It's like we'll achieve goals, we'll do the thing, we'll enter our next phase of life, but can you tell me what happened? Can you tell me what happened or do you just remember the burnout? Can you tell me what happened or do you just remember the stress? Can you tell me what happens or do you just remember the rock bottom? I don't just remember my rock bottoms anymore. I don't remember just failures. I remember everything that precedes it and everything that comes after it. And more importantly, I remember the rock bottom or the failure or the depression differently than how I experienced it because it serves a purpose to me that I enjoy to remember it differently as a lesson, as wisdom, rather than just simply the end of something. Because nothing is really ever ending until I take my last breath, right? So everything is always moving. Everything is always changing. Everything is always evolving into something else. Everything is always alchemizing into a different energy that can then be cultivated, harvested into something else, right? We talk a lot about this in the Prophecy Masterclass, by the way, and what this looks like throughout time. But I just wanted to, I wanted to make this really, really clear. I don't want to dismiss, avoid, drop the idea of feeling good because we haven't accessed it yet. It's really about how simple you make it and it's really about what the conditions you set are for feeling good. So I would say if you haven't felt good yet in the things that you're doing, look at, are you striving to feel good? Because we don't want to be striving. Are you creating certain parameters, certain things that you've got to check off a list in order to feel good? Because it's not that it's not that complex. Get to the simple heart of it. Get to a truth that you want to acknowledge. Get to a moment that makes you so grateful to be alive. Get to the heart of something. Fall in love with something. Don't just do things just because you can do them. Don't just step into something because it's easier. Don't just assume that there's never any effort at all when I say something gets to be effortless. Less effort doesn't mean no effort, right? So I I really had that on my heart to say because it really sparked something hearing this. Um, I think there's useful information 
I think it's a useful starting point, but I wanted to go deeper on it because I think it matters. I think feeling good matters. I just think we've got to simplify how we feel good and not try to jump through a million hoops in order to feel good. Yeah? This is what it means to be an energetics coach who does focus a lot on pleasure, who does focus a lot on feeling good as much as possible, but not just in a superficial way, in the mind, body, heart, and soul way, right? So I hope this turns something into gold in your life and changes the way you walk, the way that you show up in your life. Thank you for tuning in to The Way She Walks podcast. We'll talk soon. I have to talk about uh, the most extraordinary woman, literally, um, Amara, taking so much from my call with her already, I've taken so much from my prophecy from her, and it really is a prophecy, trust me, <laughs> there is no way she could have known half of the shit that she said that was literally happening in real life. Facts, 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 queen, facts, here are the receipts. <laughs> I feel so seen and God, so like just validated. I feel very validated. Just received so much insightful guidance. Like I could just tell she was speaking to my soul and it just made me so emotional and like, fuck, I'm gonna need to incubate on this. <laughs> Suddenly you popped up into my world and I'm like, ah, I love it. I'm just like, you're so good at storytelling how potent and powerful your work is. Her energy is just so expansive and illuminating and lovely. So y'all are gonna, not gonna wanna miss this one. You guys should check her out. She's fantastic and so warm and loving. And oh, thank you so much. I want to dare money to show me how big and expansive I am and it is by making some good to be true money okay that is my prophecy into your classes and strut your story was first and i was like well, we're a wallflower we just hang out and we hide and we gotta fix that first because unless you get some confidence in yourself you're not gonna have any confidence in your writing yeah. and that's that's just how i had to do it i mean i'm not saying that's a, like a universal rule but for me it was you gotta believe in yourself before you can you know believe in in what you're writing and what you're creating. Very direct person, she's very no-nonsense and she doesn't coddle people mm. and when it comes to them wanting to, you know, to, to bullshit. Mm -hmm. You yeah. don't coddle that, you don't, and it's not good for people. It's like when you said you're a very loving person, I felt that, but mm. in the actual sense of a loving person. Mm. You're not going to coddle someone or do the, oh baby, and, and oh look, I'm taking care, no, no, no. You, you give real love, so that was my question, is whether that triggers people in, in your day-to-day. -day. Like, if you actually, if you experience that, or if that becomes an issue at all. Yeah, it definitely does.